welcome to the award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort, brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. A podcast show that focuses on sustaining a fulfilling, a purposeful military life through conversation and community building. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and creator of Holding Down the Fort. And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, a seasoned military spouse, mom of two boys, and your co-host. Together, we'll converse with special guests from the military community and for the community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort for ourselves and our loved ones. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And of course, I have my co-host with me, Jenny Lynn Stroop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Hey, happy to be here today. Yes. And I am also excited because we have another returning guest on our show. Let me go ahead and bring her on now. We have Luis Valentine, who was on our show back in episode 88. So go ahead and check that out now if you want to get a little background on her. But right now in this current season of her life, I'm going to read her current bio to you. She's an award-winning health and performance coach, best-selling author, competitive athlete, fierce military spouse, which she talks extensively about in our last episode, episode 88, by the way, so make sure you check that out. And of course, leader within the wellness industry. She actually, last year, was the 2020 Outstanding Health Education Specialist of the Year, and also in Disrupts Magazine's Top 10 Performance Coaches to Watch in 2021. So without further ado, Louise, welcome back to Holding Down the Fort. Hi, so glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought I'd ask because I was going back to the last episode and, you know, kind of refreshing my memory on what we talked about. And I have to ask you, um, how's your dad doing? Because I know at the time you shared with us that he had recovered from COVID. So how is your dad doing? He's doing really well. Thank you. I mean, COVID definitely is a, a life changer for some individuals' bodies and he is no exception to that, but he is doing well. He's alive and kicking, you know, very grateful for his presence and kind of some game-changing takeaways from that experience and eye-opening changes yeah. to my life too. So, Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I imagine if our listeners listen to that episode, they're like, oh, how is her dad doing? So I thought I would ask for the listeners. <laughs> yes. Um, and he is also cancer-free right now, which is incredible. Oh, wow. So. That is amazing all around. And I know that we're going to be talking a lot about health in our conversation today. So I just think it's so great to hear, even on a personal level, that someone such as your dad is doing really well. Yes, definitely. Yeah. There's hope for everyone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then also the other thing I wanted to follow up on is, you know, at the time that we were talking back in episode 88, uh, we were talking about your best-selling book, which is titled The Art of Breaking Through, Five Simple Steps to Take on Any Challenge and Tackle Self-Doubt. And one of the tips you shared with us to break through, in a sense, is to have a I'm a badass list. And so I'm curious for you, is there anything new you've added to the I'm a badass list since we last spoke? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so I was diagnosed with a precancerous condition of my stomach right around the same time that my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, I went back to the framework of the book, that high performance mindset framework. I went back to some frameworks in my own, you know, wellness coaching, those interventions that I've designed for some of the chronically ill in our country 
looked at high performance research and once again designed an intervention for my mind body approach to reverse a health condition that I was told there was nothing I could do about. And one year later, I got my test results that I had completely reversed the condition. Wow. Wow. So that is definitely something I am adding to my <laughs> I am a badass list. And the crazy part of that whole journey is that I still optimized my performance as a competitive athlete and crushed my goal times. Even here, two kids later, you know, an older athlete, it's still possible to optimize our mind and body's performance with the right approach. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, that's amazing. I, of course, want to know what the plan is. I'm like, I don't have any diagnoses at the moment, but better health is always something that's in the forefront of my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, that, you know, letter from my doctor, that whole experience of waiting for my biopsy results to hear, would it be cancer or how was I doing? You know, I just told it would be probably four years based on my genetic history, like Mm -hmm. a lot losing grandfathers to stomach cancer that, you know, there's nothing I could do about it except don't eat fried food, which I didn't really do anyways. You know, (laughs) you're telling a health coach not to eat fried food. Okay. (laughs) Not exactly. Like it's just kind of my daily life. I don't do those things, but yeah. So lots of changes and the dynamic journey continues. (laughs) Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, I want to remind our listeners, if you want to hear a lot of Luis's life, she really shares kind of what led her to this point back in episode 88. You mentioned that this is actually your second chronic health diagnosis that you were able to reverse. Do you mind sharing what your first one was? Yes. At age 33, I got diagnosed with osteoporosis. So my bones were were in very bad shape. So that was kind of where I went back and I wrote down the mindset strategy, started writing the art of breaking through. And I was working for Army Public Health Center at the time. I was leading senior leaders, you know, and communicating health research. And here I was designing this intervention to save myself, you know, for the first time. But that was when I was able to reverse also very, you know, after years of coming into this expertise of health and wellness industry, And luckily as a byproduct of this fabulous military life and working in every, you know, different little, you know, nook and cranny of the wellness industry, you can imagine, I was able to effectively design a strategy for myself without medication to start reversing it within one year. So I'm still reversing that. That's a long road to reverse your bone health, but it's still, still going strong. Yeah. Why I think that's amazing. I think it's one thing to be a teacher that, you know, studied something out of a book and is just teaching it. And it's another thing to actually have experienced it, to use yourself as a guinea pig <laughs> to show that it works and to, you know, make it your mission, you know, to help others go from good to great, from burnout to badass, and to consistently crush your goals. So once again, Louise, I am just excited to have you back on. I know it's been some time and you have something new now on the table. So you have the, what you call the Badass Breakthrough Academy. So for people that are hearing about that for the first time, what is it about and who is it for? Yes, it helps everyday athletes and wellness warriors, those who are very serious about their health and fitness. They enjoy high achieving driving efficiencies in their health and performance, and they have very specific goals that they're working towards, but they want the right strategies and the right plan delivered at the right time. So we do all of that in the High Performance Academy, and we work to maximize their mind-body performance when it matters most. Awesome. 
Now, for someone such as Jenny Lin who wants to know your secret, how does that relate to her? Like, how would you be able to, you know, encourage her and let's say other spouses to maybe who aren't looking for that intensity, but I imagine somewhere close to it. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, you know, we're all starting from somewhere mm-hmm. and we all have this idea of our next level, you, you 2.0. And we have this, we set goals and some set really ambitious goals. They sound like crazy, you know, like my husband's running up and down the Grand Canyon kind of thing. And others just want to eat better or they want to improve their energy levels. They want their body to recover better. Well, you know, the approach, the how is the very important part. So you define next level you, but we look at your journey to get there. And people usually have a pretty good idea of what they're already doing. You know, what's in their game plan? They might have a nutrition plan. They might have a training plan or exercise plan where I live in America. So they probably are taking vitamins or supplements, but we take a full inventory of that game plan and we do what I call a strategic hustle. We examine it to see, you know, how can we maximize your results with the minimum effort possible? So there are very strategic very strategic and efficient ways to to drive the results you're looking for. And we look at sports science and human performance research. That's where I come in and my little army of credentials can, you know, take all of these different strategies from across the wellness industry and help you design that perfect plan to meet your goal. But it's at the right time. So the missing piece, I talk about this in my free training, is there's a game-changing gap in our health or performance journey into achieving next level you. So you you look at how you personally define that, but all of the little mini obstacles that appear along the way, how do you address them? It's having quick and effective skills for what you do and what you say to yourself when it gets hard. You know, nowadays, what I say to myself is, I'm moving around a lot, so I am just (laughs) outright neglecting my health. I I mean, I think the... um... The one thing she said that like kind of made me sit up a little straighter was at the right time. I mean, it's the at the right time thing that really struck me. I spent a good portion of 2020 into 2021 doing a like nutrition and fitness plan that for a while went pretty well until it didn't and rolled into 2021 just freaking exhausted, just like super tired and just kind of went, you know what, this isn't the time for me. And I went back to just like Matthew and I would walk around the neighborhood or I would do some yoga. And honestly, I mean, here we are in the almost 10th month of the year. And I mean, we've moved cross country. We've had plenty of like unsettling things happen this year, but I'm still like kind of in that there are some days I'll do a just dance. Cause it's like high, high intensity. <laughs> That's my level of working out. That's what I enjoy, you know, but the past couple of days, like I've gone on a walk with my son before he goes to school and I'm still like, there's still days where I'm like, I have made little tweaks to nutrition or little tweaks to fitness and still don't feel like I've gotten to the 2.0 version of myself and continue to like wonder if it's the timing, like that's why it made me sit up a little straighter because I just, 
there are only so many hours in a day. And right now my day is really full with my husband on CDD working full time and having two kids in school and also playing sports. And so, you know, I guess my question back is like, you know, what do you say to that mom, that spouse, you know, who's juggling full-time active duty, like work, you know, their spouse's work with all of the things that come with being a parent and a spouse. And then all of the things that come with trying to be a good employee and still taking good care of yourself. I think the insights that you just shared about (laughs) yourself are extremely important. And it's honestly the basis for Badass Breakthrough Academy. It's taking potential setbacks and having a proactive and a preventive approach to turn it into a badass breakthrough. But all of those ambitious goals in U2.0 cannot happen if you don't have quick and effective skills to have a strong mind-body foundation from which you operate from. So I have these, you know, health and wellness strategies that are awesome, like things to do to lose weight, increase energy, optimize athletes' ability to recover, but they're not going to work if you're starting at a deficit. Mm -hmm. If you're so low energy, if your life is so high stress, your body will fight against you if you're starting from that deficit. So those, you're right. Those goals are nearly impossible to achieve without a consistently strong foundation from which you always operate which is exactly what I'm teaching in Badass Breakthrough Academy. Quick and effective ways to increase energy, optimize your body's ability to recover. We look at high performance mind, body. How do we maximize it in the most efficient way possible? So it's easy, it's sustainable. Mm -hmm. And then all of the badass ambitious 2.0 goals that you have, it's smooth sailing because you already know how to troubleshoot each little obstacle. So we'll talk about things like, you know, what do we do when we're in extreme pain in the middle of a performance event for athletes? You know, they're quick and effective skills, even in the heart of the event. You can look at work stress. How do we, you know, manipulate our biochemistry, the physiology of our body to expedite our results? You know, work's problem has you stumped. What do you do? You know, there's little things you can do to manipulate your own physical chemistry and physiology, which is where all the the fun things that I've learned over the years come into play. (laughs) So it sounds like you not only have strategies for like upping your level of badassery, but also like getting back to a baseline. And I think for me, you know, and, and many of my friends that I've talked to who have been kind of on this seasoned spouse journey for a decade plus, you know, we all have kids, everybody's doing their own thing and we're all working, you know, there are many of us looking for a baseline. Like how do we get back to just like not feeling exhausted all the time with all of the inputs? And that's what I mean by a high achiever, right? It's someone who's just taking on so much life, but you also at the same time want to live life to the fullest. You want it to be vibrant and, you know, you want to be a good example for the kids and all of these little things that you do along the way, these health goals or performance goals, the success in your life, it all has a ripple effect Mm -hmm. on one another. So it's just, you know, taking that entire spectrum of the journey, we can tie it to athletic performance, health goals, fitness, but truly it's success in life too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In hearing you talk, the key word that I got was when you said to help people maximize results with minimum effort. And really what you're saying is, you're teaching people, whether it's, you know, I know athletes is your main niche, but, you know, even just talking to us, 
to work smart, not hard. Are you, are you saying comes- I'm not an athlete? What, what would lead, what would lead you sorry. to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I mean, I'm kind of throwing myself in that group because I literally like, like my mom-in-law has like Halloween candy already out and she's like gone for the next week and a half. And I've already eaten like literally half of the bowl. Like I kid you not like all of the Kit Kat, like all the little Kit Kats and like Reese's are like almost gone. So I get what I'm trying to say is I myself who is not an athlete, so I don't mean to throw you under the bus, Jenny Lynn. I will. I you will aren't. I was totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. And that, that I mean, I already, I already talked about just dance being my preferred <laughs> method of like exercising. So there, there we have it. So yeah. that's the thing. It's I'm talking high performance. I'm not talking just athletes. Athletes do love the strategies, but honestly, in the academy right now. I have military spouses who are seasoned and they're mm. productivity experts, but they want to drive that productivity in their health and fitness. I have, you know, commanders, naval commanders who are using the strategies for themselves and to support those on their ship and those that they lead and guide. I have, you know, busy pharmacist moms who are ultra runners. So, you know, I do have some athletes in there too, but we're talking about this entire, you know, how do you define 2.0? you. And what are the obstacles in your journey? And how do we get those biggest bang for your buck strategies and solutions to just crush all your little obstacles? So that way your journey is much smoother. You know, and you describing it like that, Louise, it sounds, I feel a little less hard on myself to know that high performance is not just an athlete's thing or absolutely not. And I think some of the language was like tripping up some of my marketing because people (laughs) are like athletes, what I'm not an athlete. I'm like, you've run 50 marathons in 50 States. You are an athlete. Are you kidding me? Um, And then someone's like, I'm not a high performer. I'm like, but you run your own business and you're a mom and yes. you also exercise and take care of yours. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, well, you know, that that's what I love too, Louise, because, and this is why I like bringing guests back on the show, because it sounds to me, a lot of your branding has improved. Like you knew who you wanted to help, but you realize that when you say, let's say the word athlete, you have people like Jenny Lynn and I kind of, you know, taking ourselves out of the equation. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, sorry, Jenny oh Lynn, <laughs> like bringing you back into this, you know? And so I like how you're saying, it's all about, you know, how you define high performance. It's about maximizing results with minimum effort at the right time. And so if anything, it also validates my current circumstance. You know, I'm here coming on the show already feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be just poking fun at myself because I haven't been taking care of myself. But I am at a deficit right now because of how many times like Scott and I have relocated in just the last two months, actually. And to give myself that kind of grace. So I just, I love that. And I think that to our listeners, they'll feel a little more reassured, you know, knowing that your academy could actually apply to them. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about all this mixed messaging. My free training goes into like common myths and misconceptions that were told by the wellness industry, the, you know, the marketing that tells us we have to do more to be more and all of these supplements and things that we need when we can go back to basics And we can have this incredible, simple, strong foundation from which we can always maximize our mind body performance from. And, you know, some of the basic lessons in the first few weeks are just looking at misconceptions around productivity and, you know, how do we do a little bit less in our life? And let's not say that being tired is good because it's a byproduct of a good, strong hustle. It's not okay to feel burned out. That is a sign from our body that we need to troubleshoot 
and autocorrect. Let's, let's look at corrective strategies in that moment. That's a sign from our body. It's not a bad thing. It's just a red flag. It tells us what to do. It's a signal. Stop, take some action, know what to do, and then move on. I love that. I love how you say it's not okay to feel burned out because I think for me, like, and this is probably a lot to do with my upbringing and being raised by a single parent after 10 years old is that it always seemed like getting to a point of exhaustion was considered like you were doing something right, you know? And so to say that even, you know, and Jenny Lynn always points out whenever I'm highly caffeinated and I talk really fast, like part of why I am always caffeinated, especially, you know, when I do these calls is because I want to like, I want to feel productive. I want to feel like I'm, I'm contributing, I'm adding, you know, to the conversation. And at the end of the day though, I have a hard time going to sleep because I still feel like, well, I'm not exhausted yet. I need to exhaust. Like even last night I stayed up till like 2am cause I was like, okay, now I'm tired. Now I can knock out, you know, but I think it's just, and maybe this has a lot to do with the pandemic and being stuck at home or, you know, just all the craziness of it. But somehow I feel like being burnt out is a sign that I did something right. And so for you to say that, I think you just like changed my life this very moment. Um, and so I'll, I'm going to like, I'm going to just let that marinate with myself, but I, I love how you said that. I am definitely putting productivity expert on my resume as a military spouse. I thank you so much for being like, Hey, like, look at all that you were me. I mean, it, this is just my life. And so this is what I do. And it doesn't work unless I work it the way that it's working kind of thing. Like I'm trying to talk myself through that, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, the truth is I'm handling, like, I don't just all have my eggs in one basket. I have eggs in 15 baskets and all of them need to be like, you know, take it where they need to go. And I think the other thing that this conversation is really bring to light is something I heard the other day about how, you know, a couple hundred years ago, the measure of someone being successful was their ability to take leisure and rest. And it was really like the people in poverty that were, that were the workers. And now we have totally flipped that, you know, marker of success. Like now you are only successful if you were the hardest worker who takes the least amount of breaks and who can go until they just can't anymore. And I listened to that the other day and thought, one, that has never felt right to me, but I live with someone who does work that way and have often compared my own ability to accomplish and achieve. No one can see my air quotes, accomplish and achieve, um, <laughs> you know, against his ability to like run and run and run and run and run at this high pace where at like 8 PM I'm done for the day. Like I'm ready to read my book and go to bed. Because I know that waiting for me when I get up in the morning is those 15 baskets for all of the different things that I, that I have to handle. And so I love that your program, you know, helps you like kind of own that high productivity, badassery, you know, in a way that's also manageable. I think the reason I burned out and went back to like walking in 10 minutes of yoga is because it was unmanageable for my body to continue to put in that kind of work because I was just tired all the time. And I still don't know that I've fully like, you know, rebounded from that. I mean, Jen said we are more settled, My but my office, this lovely room is the only room in the house that is completely done. I mean, we're having a full bathroom right now, right now. So you can see through the floor in my bathroom right now, like there is no floor. They've done it all up. So like, 
in addition to like all of the regular everyday stuff, like I'm also handling planning a bathroom reno and like having people in and out of my house, which even though I'm not the one doing the work adds another level of like things that are happening in my world, which I've realized makes me more tired than I normally am. Well, and, and it sounds to me, Jenny Lynn, it's, it's because you have to constantly refocus, right? Like you have all these distractions left and right, up and down, you know, everywhere. And it's like, even if it's just a bathroom, you know, and a renovation, and even if like you have to welcome people into the house to do it, like it interrupts whatever you were already working on. I mean, even when we started this conversation, and Luke came home, you know, it's like you had to take step out for a second there and then come back and recollect yourself. Like there's a lot, I think in general, there's a lot of interruptions when it comes to a military spouse's life that yes, by eight o'clock, you just want to, you want to clock out, you're done. (laughs) So I, 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 in just hearing you talk, I wanted to, to highlight that and validate, you know, kind of just how you feel, you know, at the end of the day and why, you know, it's often difficult to, you know, do what, what we're trying to have today in this, in this discussion in regards to like, you know, high performance and taking care of your overall health and well being. <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, recognizing too, that you, and this is something I have to do with myself too, as an athlete, like I want to go out, I want to train hard every single day, but there's some days I stop myself and I make my butt walk mm. because I am already, if you think about it from a physiological standpoint, which I do because I'm a physiologist, but your cortisol my cortisol is through the roof Mm. on some days. Mm -hmm. If I don't slow down and walk and take some deep breaths, my, I am just fighting against my body. I am depleting my body of minerals. Mm. I am, you know, I'm just headed towards a slippery slope of more diseases. And so by you each evening, recognizing you need quiet time, that's step one right there in your health plan is to just restore and decrease cortisol. And the next day, if you you walk a little bit or you do something in terms of your nutrition, you just keep taking those small steps. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's just so funny that we, I think it's societal pressures, but we feel so bad about taking time to slow down when it is pretty much the number one step that we have to do and simplify too. Your body, you know, keep talking about that do less filter and strategic hustle that I teach in my course is, you know, you're starting from a great place for health and fitness that you don't have to do too much to see results. Once you get that stress level down, you can go for a few walks a day and that's going to help. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go, I've watched these Peloton warriors just go through the roof and doing the hardest workout right away. And I'm like, where's your body going to progress to? Mm-hmm. Our body mm-hmm. adapts. Start with the, where you're getting results at the easiest level because you're going to have to go up eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So progress accordingly once you, you know, don't do it all at once. That's, I guess that's the point there. Don't do it all at once because you well, can I mean, get results by starting small. Isn't that, <laughs> that's not what you do. I mean, that definitely is the mindset. Like I, you're either like, you're not, or you are like, you're all so black and white. Off. Oh, like, I know. It's like, I need the nutrition plan. I'm with the workout yeah. plan. I'm going to, my, my fridge is stocked with healthy foods. And that's when I start. That's the only place where I can start, right? (laughs) Yeah. Part of my anxiety of wanting to take care of my health again actually has a lot to do with my husband, Scott, because when I start to propose what I would like to do, he gets into the crazy extreme. He's like, oh, I want to do the potato diet. I want to do like the fasting. I want to do like, you know, he, he just gets into like the quick fixes. And, and I think for me, what I need to learn is to focus on what I need, not what 
we need, you know, like I love him, but like <laughs> we have totally different uh, body physiques. Uh, Jenny Lynn is medicine person. We're different, totally different. And obviously man, female is totally different, but sizes as well. And so I think part of just wanting to put myself first in, in the sense and, and defining what high performance means for me, as opposed to like feeling like I have to share it with him. I mean, he needs to figure it out on his own. Like if he wants to do it, he should do it. Right. And so I'm curious if you have a thought on that in regards to, let's say uh, couples uh, wanting to get back into fitness. Yes. So one of the things there that you really touched on is this, the art of the strategic hustle that I teach. Once we clearly define where we want to go, that goal that we set for ourselves, you know, we think about what is that next level version of ourselves really look like? What is the ripple effect that it has on our, on our life and get excited about you 2.0, but then look at how you're going to get there, which is what you're touching on, right? You're talking about the game plan to get there and it is okay to stand tall and find and own what works best for you. Cause you're like, you said, your body is different. And that's what I want those, who, you know, the, the warriors to come into the badass breakthrough Academy is we find and we own and we optimize what works best for you. And you can stand taller and more confident in those strategies. And that like we, we do, we get, we get caught by marketing industry. We get caught by what our best friends doing. We get caught by what our husband wants to do, but we have to look at and ask ourselves is what we're doing efficiently and effectively contributing to our vision of next level you. If it's not, find what works for you, ditch what doesn't. Mm. So it's that confidence piece too, like having that yes. confidence to say, I'm going to ditch it. But when it comes to couples, that, that can be a little challenging, you know, when you guys want to do different strategies, but that understanding, the mutual understanding that this is just not contributing to where I want to go. This doesn't work for me. I think if you can, you know, have that conversation up front. And then when things don't align, like I don't want to eat this because it's, it's not going to contribute to this vision, like share that greater vision with each other. And then when we nix each other's house, it's a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah. So set healthy boundaries. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Jenny Lynn. <laughs> Back to that mental health component of the show. Healthy boundaries are always a good place to start. No, I mean, I was thinking... Yeah, Matthew and I have attempted many things together that have quickly gone awry because also we are different people with different needs for our bodies, you know, but on that, I think what I really love is that you help people identify their obstacles and take them out of the way. And I will just say that the one of the things that I have identified in this season, one is realizing it's a season. My husband isn't always going to be on CDD with a crazy schedule. And we aren't always going to have a middle, have kids at two different schools doing different things and me working from home and having a bathroom renovation and having just moved cross country. Like those aren't, those things aren't always going to be true. And so that's been one thing. And so in this season, for me, one of the obstacles I have removed is really worrying about dinner and then what I'm going to do for lunch. And I am having either pre-created meals like that literally go in your freezer and then you heat them up delivered or like a hello fresh where like they give you all the things and you just have to put it together and that in this season has been amazing because that's like one of those nutritional pieces that I am not constantly like, what am I going to have? Because what I was doing before I decided to kind of automate those things was like, I don't really have time between meetings. So I'll eat 
a protein bar and then I wouldn't have time again. And so I'd eat another one or I'd just grab ice cream out of the freezer because it was good and it was going to fill me up. But then I had ice cream for like a meal and not really (laughs) any other, you know, actual food. And so, you know, for me, that's one of the things is like one of the obstacles was, oh my gosh, I have 15 minutes to eat lunch between meetings. And I'd open my fridge and stare at it and realize that I didn't have time to make anything, nor did anything look good. So I've automated that stuff. And just in like the week and a half that I've been automating all of it has been life changing. <laughs> I love it. You are embracing one of the guiding principles of my academy, which is just recognizing that you are an engineer of your health. So, you know, you're going to find something that works and then it's not going to work. And that is just reality. So when we know that and we expect it, you know, you just accept the fact you're going to have to re-engineer accordingly. So you might find something, we might find a diet that works for our body and then our body adapts. We have to change it. And then as you just referenced, Jenny Lynn, season of life, life is going to happen. What works in one season of life is not Mm -hmm. going to work in the next So embracing that engineer process, sounds like you're doing a great job. Well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And I love that you own the fact that, yes, I am getting meal delivery. There is nothing wrong with that. I get my groceries, um, you know, delivered to the house some days because I'm trying to work. Like we're optimizing our time. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Anything food related currently at the Stroop house is all automated between grocery (laughs) delivery and or meals that like come. And my kids decided they wanted, this just makes me laugh we have always been like lunch packers because it was healthier. It was better for you. We had the ability to be a lunch packer. And both kids looked at me this year, like the day before school started and we're like, mom, can we be cafeteria people this year? And I was like, what is a cafeteria person? And they were like, you know, people that like buy lunch in the cafeteria, like literally everyone else we go to school with. And I was like, you know what, in this season, you can be a cafeteria person. And I'm not going to worry that you're probably eating cold pizza every single day for lunch, because it's just one of those things I can't worry about. And what I, what I can worry about is having like good, nutritious things delivered to the house for dinner. (laughs) That's what I can worry about. Can't worry about being cafeteria people today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I think Jenny Lynn and I are feeling so validated in this uh, conversation today. And I was literally just talking to my therapist yesterday about like how I wanted to start taking care of my health again. So I don't think this conversation was on accident. (laughs) Yes. You had me at perfect timing. (laughs) Yes, I did. Well, Louise, so we talked a little bit about the Badass Breakthrough Academy. And even before people start looking into it, I know that you have a free advanced training which is called Maximize Your High Performance Potential with an Efficient, Sustainable, and Scientifically Sound Approach. So tell us about this advanced training and how they can have access to it. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you go to badassbreakthroughacademy.com, you'll see, you know, what is the academy about, some of my background, you know, some of the testimonials of the different people I've worked with. And it truly is across the spectrum of the industry from, you know, starting my career working in the NFL all the way through designing health interventions and technology in a recent position for our nation's most chronically ill. So after obtaining all these credentials and experience, I've finally put it all together in the Badass Breakthrough Academy, and I share my exact approach and framework in the training. So you can learn some of these common misconceptions of the wellness and health industry and what you can do about it. So how do you intervene at the right time? 
And of course I can't teach all of my biggest bang for your buck health and performance strategies in the training, but I do show you the framework. And as we learned here today, there's just some perspective shifts that are so empowering. So yes, I share about the performance Academy, but it also is going to empower you with some of just those simple shifts that can really make a difference and, and move the needle for you in your health and performance success. Awesome. I love it. Well, Louise, it's been a pleasure, you know, having you back on our show. And I just, you know, love seeing how much has shifted for you and improved for you and even your accolades of being an award-winning health and performance coach. Let our listeners know, other than checking out badassbreakthroughacademy.com, if there's any other links or resources or ways to contact you that you'd like to share with our listeners today. Absolutely. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at breaking through wellness. Also have a Facebook page for breaking through wellness too. You can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook just as Louise Valentine. So I'm always happy to connect. And I just want to encourage everyone that I am a real human being. Like you <laughs> feel free to send me a direct message or an email at support at breaking through because I do, I, I have people who come to the performance Academy apply. And I want to have that conversation up front to determine if it's the right fit for someone. And along the way, I just have great conversations with other human beings and we talk about their health and high performance life. So, and I think everyone is capable of the high performance life. So I think that there's one takeaway. You are fully capable of living life to the fullest. You are fully capable of maximizing your mind body potential. So I hope my story and some of the things we shared today help to empower you with that perspective shift as well for yourself. Awesome. Wonderful. All that being said, Louise, thank you again so much for joining us to our listeners. You know that you can get a hold of her with all the um, contact information she listed or mentioned, which will also be included in the show notes. So Louise, thank you again for joining us. Absolutely. It was such a great honor to be a guest again. I love watching your guys' journey and your continuation of success and all the contributions to the military life. Yes. The feeling is mutual. And of Mm -hmm. course, Lynn, thank you for co-hosting with me as always. Of course. I love it. You're like, of course, Jen, duh. No, I was kidding. (laughs) This is one of my my most favorite baskets that I have. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Awesome. And of course, our listeners, thank you for listening. And we will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Get access to our show notes and subscribe to our newsletter by checking out the details of this episode on your preferred podcasting platform or visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. And while you're on holdingdownthefortpodcast.com, be sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or our YouTube channel. If you got a lot of value from today's conversation, kindly leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or leave us a recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.